Hey fam, Bola Vinaka and welcome to the Mararoi podcast. This is your girl Annie and this is a podcast dedicated to sharing some experiences in different seasons and having some pretty cool conversations with family and friends. It's my hope that when you finish this episode, you'd be encouraged and reminded that you too are protected and you are purposed. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode. podcast and I know we missed out on last week but it was a holiday and you know how we do Um, not really but it was just a lot of things got caught up but it was a holiday Monday was a holiday and today we're back with a brand new week and so we're super excited Um, last time I was on this podcast I was with um, one of my girls, Alena, and she got to talk about some really awesome things. If you haven't tuned into that episode, please check it out. But this week we have in, I don't want to say studio because it's not a studio yet, but we have on the podcast a really awesome gentleman who would be speaking to us a little bit about um, culture and really the culture that he is engrossed in um, and sort of the culture that he grew up in and what that means with walking with God and being protected and being kept um, in this particular season of his life. And I told y'all last week that he is also my husband. (laughs) Or not last week, but last time. But yes, so welcome to Mararoy, my husband, Rusiaten Balelebuka. Please say hello. Hey, Mbolo and thank you very much, my wife, for inviting me into this platform. I'm deeply honored and grateful to be here, especially on this um, brand new podcast that, uh, yeah, it's exciting and I'm excited to to share um, what at stake today, Vinaka. Cool. Thank you so much. And yeah, you're also the first gentleman to join us on this podcast, hopefully Mm. not the last, but this should be exciting. Um, So please tell us and and our listeners a little bit about yourself or um, a lot about yourself, depending on how you want to introduce yourself. Uh, Well, thank you. Um, Yes, uh, as my wife has said, my name is uh, Rusia Timbali Lebuka. Um, I hail from uh, the village of Sawayeke in the, the island of uh, Ngau, uh, the province of Lomeviti, and uh, also have maternal links to uh, Sawayeke, Ngau, Lomeviti. So, pure um, Sawayeke, Ngau, Lomeviti uh, boy. Um, I was born in Suba raised in the village for um, about seven seven years and then moved to Suba um, for the rest of my life till now. Um, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm currently working as a communications specialist uh, with uh, another Fijian government through the National Disaster Management Office. Um, and also happily married with my beautiful wife, uh, Annie, um, who have, I have been dating for almost uh, seven years before I, we got married in 2018. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I love uh, my passion is always through 
videography and creating contents uh, visually. Um, so that's basically where my passion is um, to tell stories through videos. Um, and also I love traveling, I love uh, listening to music, I love uh, playing rugby, touch rugby, volleyball, um, and yeah, meeting new people, um, socializing. And um, yeah, I am the youngest in, uh, uh, in my family. I have uh, two brothers and four sisters. Yeah, I think that's pretty much um, me, my life. Yes. So, yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was like an entire biography of Mr. Malilevoka, <laughs> which is super cool. Um, and so I just want to backtrack because in the last episode we did for this podcast, you had a full-blooded Lawan who was on the other side of this conversation. So it's cool to have another full-bred of, of, a, of a island, of an outer island. And so we have a full-blooded now. And, and so um, this conversation in particular is amongst all of the things that you are, <clears throat> excuse me, involved in um, with being a son, being um, a brother to your siblings, being um, a husband to myself and, and a colleague to your coworkers. Something that I just want to um, touch on a little bit is how you introduced yourself, right? And you spoke about how you were from um, <clears throat> the village that you were from, the province that you were from, the, I was going to say the tequina that you were from, um, but you really just introduced yourself in the breadth of who you are as a Fijian and with that an Itoke Fijian man. And so I just wanted to... Um, tag back on that and ask um, in this particular season what sort of three words best to describe the season you're in um, just in relation to your introduction as well um thank you for me uh three words that best describe uh the season that i'm in so far is opportunity um opportunity greatness and um grateful I think those three words for me meant a lot. Uh, uh, obviously, we have been facing some difficulties with uh, the global pandemic and uh, the things that are happening around our different countries, but uh, that explains a lot of uh, things that I've been going through this season, especially with work, with family. Um, there's, you know, it's it's almost like a bittersweet uh, moments of uh, having to face challenges at the same time uh, having opportunities opening up, um, yeah. and also thinking of what people are going through in other parts of the world, um, and having to see what I have, mm. uh, being grateful. Um, and most of all, the greatness of God um, that supersedes everything that I thought. Mm. Um, the thought that will not work, um, and that's 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 why I chose those three words: the opportunity, grateful, and greatness, yeah. uh, which is uh, probably best describe the season that I'm going through right now. Yeah, those are some powerful words as well, like just to grapple at opportunity, right? Because 
I think we often take for granted the mm. opportunities that we're given or presented with. Um, and even just, I think one word that seems to continue on through these conversations is really being grateful. And in the midst of all of that, to how you define your season as greatness mm. is something almost prophetic to the sense that this is the this is the best time of your life and, and yeah. the best is yet to come for sure um, but this is probably one of the greatest times of, um, that we all get to live in uh, 2020 and just recognizing what this season is so that's really awesome um, and like I said I just wanted to backtrack a bit on that um, mm introduction and how that introduction was really defined by you as an Ethoke man and sort of in that I guess I'll pick at this word of opportunity and um, you defined your season as as being presented with a lot of opportunities Mm -hmm. or seeing these different opportunities come to light so I just wanted to ask as well um, what does this Ethoke culture or this being identified as a man from the province of Lomaiviti, from the village of uh, Sawayeke in Ngao, and what does that sort of look like for you um, in terms of how that culture represents mm. you or defines you? What does the Ethoke culture mean to you um, in light of opportunities? I guess, like, I think the, the most simplest way I can explain this uh, for those of you who might be wondering um, why am I um, um, introducing myself with uh, with my village first and then the island and the province. I think I believe that when we were when we were growing up, we have been told. Um, in our families that this is your identity uh, as a young Fijian boy our identity is how we describe ourselves as where we from uh, as in our village which island are we from and which is what is our province that is how we describe our identity it's never anything else it, it, it's nothing else apart from that and so um, as a Fijian um, man now um, growing up knowing that and uh, having to learn other ways that we can identify ourselves uh, it's pretty interesting because uh, not many other races know how to identify themselves um, in that way um, and so that's that's how I think um, for me um, having to to, to to note down uh, the the village, the island, and the province that I'm from is sort of like a it, it uh, express some some sort of pride in me um, that and just a sense of belonging into a uh, a group. Eh? And so if I I think it, and it's at the same time I, I get to to link myself to other people who are also from the same um, same area or same village as myself. And so, yeah, that's, that's basically, but I, like I think going back, it's always been the eldest 
they have always been doing that um, introducing themselves introducing their identity village island and province mm-hmm. and that's it like there's nothing else more than that and then if uh, they have to be asked about the uh, details and then they will continue mm-hmm. what is their bird what is their you know like that yeah. um the tree or other cultural aspects eh? yeah so yeah that's really awesome and what you spoke a lot about how that is your identity mm. right and that um gave you some sort of space to be able to belong to um and resonate with that identity mm. how has that sort of evolved for you like in as you're growing up mm. right as you come into your childhood and then walking into adulthood or young adult and then walking into adulthood what is that how is that evolved for you i for me i i appreciate the life lifestyle that i've uh, come across um in the sense that i have learned um the different exposures of cultures um whether it's to do with the modern modern way of living or modern lifestyles and traditional lifestyles um i was lucky enough to go through both eh? uh, i came i was born and raised uh, i grew up learning about like traditional way of living um you know we mm-hmm. have certain ways of doing things and yeah. um, um there were some taboos that uh, that was implemented and we're not supposed to do th- uh, some things that were like we're doing now but as you know as i was progressing through life uh, coming through high school and then i uh, came through university um, it's sort of like my my lifestyle and my my mindsets uh, begin to change yeah. um, basically through my friends through people who have influenced my life and yeah. and uh, and through that I have uh, I have opened up my my mind into learning new new cultures and new way of living yeah. um, and I have to appreciate the fact that um, uh, this is this kind of uh, living is uh, it's pretty cool like I wanted it yeah. like I wanted to also go through those kind of uh, living yeah. And so for me it's a, uh, it's a big change from my young age uh, till now I'm 29 years old uh, and I have seen a dramatic change in my life especially as a Itoke man or as a Fijian man mm-hmm. um, growing up in a traditional setup now I I can easily have a conversation or start up a conversation with a uh, sort of uh, someone else who is not it okay uh, who is from a different uh, cultural background yeah. uh, and I can easily um, get into a conversation with them because I my mind is sort of like absorbed into new culture mm-hmm. and new traditions uh, or just new uh, lifestyles yeah and so it's sort of it's not like except uh, how how do I say this? It's more like I get to appreciate yeah. new way of uh, living, eh? yeah. uh, whatever, like whoever that I meet, 
if they are coming from a totally different new place yeah. um, I'm gonna be eager to to know them and know their culture and all those things so yeah this is the big change uh, and I, I am enjoying it uh, so far so yeah yeah <coughs> how does that sort of evolve to your relationship with God and what that looks like in terms of how you navigate being an eighth okay man to then evolving from this change mm. of being a village boy to then coming into the city and um, and how that's gotten your mind to think out of the box and, and relate to other people differently yeah um, so what does that sort of look like for you now i guess like it the fact that the bible uh, speaks a lot of truth about uh, loving uh, about love and how god loves everyone and not only a certain race or certain uh, tradition or certain cultures mm-hmm. uh, i had i had to teach myself to accept every um, religion or every culture every not every religion but every culture and every um, new things not to accept it that i have to learn it and and follow it mm-hmm. but just to to appreciate it um and so having that and also like i know that god is uh, our god is a loving god uh, he's yeah. not a, a god of just christians he's, he's a god of every living being yeah? right. um and so that changed my perspective towards how i view people and how yeah. i see people um towards their, you know, if we have to, or if we ever come across, uh, if we ever cross paths, uh, I will always make sure that I control my mind into making sure that if I have a conversation, um, I will always have to um, just embrace that season or that opportunity um, and learn about new, new lifestyle, new cultures and new people that I meet. So, yeah the fact that god loves everyone that's sort of like that's the biggest lesson for me yeah. i don't need to be judgmental just have to like okay if god is you know love yeah then i need also have to be loved yeah that's a pretty um deep thought to think about because you re- you know like we recognize that identity plays a big part of who we are mm-hmm. obviously and then people's religions or people's relationship with them, with God, with other people, it plays a huge part of who they are and mm. who they become. Um, and so you had spoken a little bit about these tambus, right, that you had in your, um, in, in your perspective that you had in your culture or in your upbringing. Um, how has that sort of I don't want to say clashed, but how has that been brought to light mm. in certain aspects? I, or what's like, what is, well, first of all, for those of us who are not from the Pacific or those of us who are not from Fiji, what is tambu? Mm. Um, the tambu, tambu basically means what, what we don't uh, do in public or what we don't do as, um, as it okay, as Fijians. Um, 
sort of like what we don't do every day right like the normal things that uh, people like i remember when i was when we started dating we like you easily got offended if i don't hold your hand in the public mm-hmm. or well, if, first of all, if, in our if if uh or if i if i don't um hug you or if yeah. i don't like get too um romantic in public it's right. sort of like i've always feared that it it could be like it could come back to me yeah and so but that that was something that that i thought it's it's always it's not a thing in 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 the past yeah. um and so when i so when i came in into this uh in this new journey this new relationship i get i have to overcome that because if i want to be with you i have to to make sure that break i have to break the taboo yes yeah. break the taboo that's what it's about ladies <laughs> if you're hearing break it and so <laughs> you made me break the taboo but no um <laughs> Yes, break the tambu for all y'all single ladies still out there. Um, yeah, set the standard, y'all. No, just kidding. But um, that's such an awesome example. I think that's something that we speak little about, especially for Ethiopian men who are growing up and and holding a, a young woman's hand or giving her a hug after you have to go somewhere is not necessarily something that you would normally do. Uh, but I'm glad that we broke that tambu and. Uh, I mean, we here, right? He put a ring on it, y'all. Um, okay. So I guess in in all of that, right, as we come to sort of the ending of this podcast, it just flew by, but we're coming to the last few minutes. Um, how does this Ethiopia culture affect your walk with God, if at all? And how, like, what are some of the things that on a practical tip you would give to somebody who's struggling with um culture that resonates so much with their identity and then embracing this identity with God as as a child of God. I, I guess for me it's more to do with new uh old self uh, into new self. Eh? So old uh, like I I respect and honor uh, the Fijian culture and mm. I I'm proud to be a Fijian and I yeah. um I still embrace it um but at times um i see that i have to if if there's a need to prioritize uh family and yeah. culture or family um or tradition with other important things in life then i have to make uh you know i have to make a stand to um to to tell myself that w- what is really important in yeah. life um, and so that That basically um, like sums up uh, what it looks like with uh, my spiritual, uh, how I, I I approach my spiritual walk, or my walk with God. Um, I have to change the way I think um, in in the past, um, sort of like changing my my culture and how I worship and how I serve God. Yeah. Um, it's not a God that we have to go through the past and we ask, uh, hey, pastor, I want to talk to God. Um, mm. And sort of like something that, like for me, 
uh, growing up in the village, we thought that you know the pastor is only the person who will talk to God, mm-hmm. to God, through uh, on our behalf, eh? um, and other things that we thought that that is right. Yeah. Uh, but these are like things that we thought as um, as men that is right, but it's not. And so now it's 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 very much like you know having that strong relationship having to talk to god anytime anywhere um in whatever state that i'm in uh, whether i'm um far away from him whether i'm very close to him mm-hmm. um and and that's something that is really you know helped me a lot uh, yeah. through my walk and through my marriage as well um as as anito came in as a fijian man um in this season so yeah you have any well thank you so much do you have any last words for us in these next couple of minutes um yeah just wanted to thank uh Mara Roy for uh, just uh, such a wonderful platform i think uh, we needed more of this um as a uh, young itoki man um, i believe that uh, having this kind of platform will definitely you know create more um uh, discussions and and, and uh, conversations around our identity, um, who we are as a person. Um, you know, I'm not uh, um, I'm not really well versed with uh, with the Itoke culture, but I uh, was brought up in a traditional setup. Um, I, I I believe that um, there are other Itoke men out there um, who felt the same. Um, some have different stories, and um, and I just I just hope and I my prayer is that uh, we will find our identity, like our true identity. Uh, we don't have to be dictated by other other people telling us that we're supposed to be like this, rather than us dictating how we live and how we can submit to God in how we live our life. Eh? And so, yeah. Thank That's you so much. A good word. Come through with the word at this ending of Mararoy. Thank you so much, Mr. Rusiate Bulelebuka. Thank you so much for joining the Mararoy fam with this short discussion. This is definitely not the last time that we will have my amazing husband on this um, on the other end of these conversations. And we'll definitely um, keep talking if you have any questions don't hesitate to contact us um, there's an email address that you could write to immediately somewhere along with the description of this podcast of this particular episode but yes thank you so much for tuning in again with all the gems that came out of this episode um, it is our prayer it is our hope that as you end as we end this afternoon or this evening this morning wherever you are, that you would know that you are purposed and you are protected. Stay blessed. I'll catch y'all next week. And it will just be me on a short snippet next week because it's a holiday next week as well. And y'all, it's just about to be a good week. And it's about to be an amazing weekend. So stay blessed. Have an awesome, awesome day, night, evening, midday, wherever you're at right now. Take care.